Hey friends, welcome to You Can Trust Yourself. I am Kara Elise Campbell, your host, and I am so very glad that you are here. If you're new here on this podcast, we talk about what it looks like to trust yourself, to trust yourself with your body and with food, to trust yourself in your relationships, and then really to trust yourself in your spiritual journey, whatever that looks like for you. I'm so glad you're here. If you're returning, welcome back. I am pumped about today's episode. Today I get to sit down with my friend Heidi Stevens. She has been a friend of mine from California since 2018. We were in a mastermind together that changed our lives. And this woman is full of wisdom. She is so full of Uh, deep divine wisdom and having a conversation with her, I feel inspired to, to dive deeper into my own life. So if you don't know Heidi, she is a soulful business coach. She supports women entrepreneurs who are looking to get clear on their business strategy, to uplevel their mindset, and really to trust their intuition to take inspired action. So on today's episode, we're talking about what it looks like to embody your feminine energy, to really embrace this idea of receiving and to open up to your dreams and your possibilities from this feminine energetic posture. We talk about the energy of healing, how to give yourself permission to go after what you want and really shifting into our feminine energy to invite in what we desire. This episode is packed with good gems and nuggets of wisdom, and I know you're going to love it. So let's go ahead and jump in. so good to see you. I miss you. No, I miss you so much. It just is like, you can't be in person at this exact moment. I know. I'll just teleport you. Just teleport you into my office. 100%. Uh, Well, I was thinking about you today before we jumped on and I was thinking about just the kind of person that you've been in my life. And I, the word came to my mind and the word was empower. And I feel like what you do with women in your work and just in your existence is you empower them. And I think about all these memories I have with you. I was ruminating on them this morning being like, oh, I constantly felt empowered to be more of myself when I was around Heidi. And I just want to honor that as we start just to honor you in the way you you really show up fully as you, but you do it in a way that uh, pulls people into the potential of themselves. You show us what's available for us. I mean, it's like the biggest honor and I I just, I really receive that. Thank Mm. you. I, I really receive that because it's, it's the reason why I feel like I was placed here on planet earth right now. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's like, I feel like I incarnated at this time to, to just lift other women up and help them see their potential and all the while doing that for myself as well. Um, and so when someone says something like that to me, I'm just like, thank you. Like, thank you. And thank you spirit for just allowing me to do my work and for it to be working. So yeah. I mean, that around my house, my living room with just <laughs> six of us women once a month for a year mm-hmm. and to think where all of us have gone. Yeah. And it, it's been what, three years? Yeah. I think it was 2018. 19, 19 when we were together. 
Yeah. So we just started this very random mastermind and it was just like pulling a group together. I I was the last minute addition. Yeah. You were, you were. Amy was like, I've got this friend, Kara, let's have her come in. And it's just, we've all gone our different ways in some ways and we've all stayed connected. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just really just to think about all of us. It's like, wow, what an amazing circle to to bring together. Absolutely. It kind of reminds me too, just of the simplicity uh, and power that happens when women gather. Like there's something about women gathering that seems to, I mean, it's a, it's a repeat work thing in my life. I'm constantly gathering women, but I just think there's something so transformative that happens in that space. It is if, if everyone is willing to be vulnerable and authentic and mm-hmm. drop in yeah. and move out of their heart uh, and move out of their head and into their heart. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, we all have been in those rooms where it's how many gold rings and whatever bracelets you have on your wrist. Yes. Especially in Los Angeles. Mm. And, you know, one of the things that was so important to me in my home in Los Angeles, which I don't live in anymore, we now are in San Diego, was to really create this beautiful, up leveled environment, which every, and yet, and yet, this experience of people just feeling such at ease. And Mm. I think that's what we all felt like we Mm. all opened up, we all came in and you and I have done, you know, we did that, that feminine collective event and Uh we had that dinner party at my house. I mean, thinking back to all the gatherings that we had together at my home in one form or another. And this is what like you do in your life. And in a way it's what I do in my life. But the container is set because you and I are holding that Mm. intention to begin with. And then Mm -hmm. it just lets everybody like drop their guard and drop in. And then in my opinion, that's where the magic happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's so true. So Heidi, you're a mentor, you're a coach, you're a speaker, you do a a thousand things, You're you're a mama, which is amazing. Tell us, uh, for somebody who doesn't know you, tell us a little bit about the work you do in the world. Yeah, it's a good question. I'm always like, wait, what exactly, what exactly do I do? <laughs> totally. You know, it shifted. It shifted over the years. Five years ago, I went from the real estate world, deep in the real estate world, um, which is hilarious now because it feels just like a past life, mm. um, into this online space. And I was teaching women how to build businesses. And, and as I was working with them in their business building, I realized, wait, 95% of what I'm doing is really about up-leveling their wealth consciousness mm. and their willingness to receive and ask and hold for what they desire and what they want. And, you know, I've got a lot of training and background. I have my master's in spiritual psychology and I've done a lot of training with um, different gurus and, you know, Joe Dispenza and quantum physics and, and I, and, and basically over the years, it's just molded into this really deep healing journey mm. that women go on to what I'm going to call consciously manifest the life that they desire. Mm-hmm. And that word consciously is so important to me because it's not about the thing. It's not about the amount of money or the house or the child or whatever the relationship that we want. 
Um, it's about going on the path and the journey to getting those things um, really up leveling um, our inner state, honoring who we are and what we want, speaking our truth, um, listening to our intuition. Mm. And what happens is that as we build those skills, as we exercise, I call them spiritual muscles and tools. We end the byproduct is that we end up getting what we want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing and it's credible and creating these gorgeous, abundant lives is so awesome. But it's really not about that. It's yeah. about the women that we that we become in the process. And yeah. so um, yeah, I mean, I, I teach women to dream big and to desire and give themselves permission to go after what they want. And I work with them on uncovering those layers and the limiting beliefs and the trauma and the healing patterns, you know, that, that are really the reasons why we don't think that we can have those things to mm -hmm. begin with. That's so good. I love what you said about, um, the byproduct is, is getting what we want. And I've been leaning into this idea. I'm so curious your thoughts on this. So I, I, for so long in my life, thought that I had to figure out how to find my husband, right? Yeah. And you know my singleness journey. It was long and it was so hard for me. And I wrestled with my singleness and I fought with it. And in the fighting and in the wrestling and then in the letting go and the surrendering and the accepting, I learned so much about myself. I became, I became a version of myself that, you know, was ready to invite in the kind of love that I really wanted. And what I, what I realized in that process is that it really wasn't about finding Caleb, right? It wasn't about getting Caleb, but yeah. it was about how can I consciously create the space, consciously create, um, remove any barriers to love, remove any things that are keeping me stuck so that I can invite in the kind of love that I desire, right? So yeah. something I've been pressing into recently is I have such intense, I'm a Capricorn, I have such intense figure it out energy, right? And mm -hmm. I think that's, that's something that I've carried from such a young age. Like I got to figure out how to go to this college and then I got to figure out how to get to California and then I got to figure out how to find my soulmate. Yeah. And, and the more I'm growing and evolving, I'm, I'm realizing that's, that's not really the way. <laughs> and now being pregnant and having uh, having this future life that Caleb and I want to provide for and create a life for, I am I am falling into this energy of like I want to figure out how to make more money. I want to figure out how to make more money, and I think that's the wrong question. But I think so much of us put this this it's almost like a masculine energy of sorts, right? Like we got to figure out how to make this happen. So how can we, I know you're so good at embodying this feminine energy of inviting and allowing and receiving. How can we, when the question that our brain defaults to of like, I want to figure out how to make more money, how can we fall back into, I'm going to invite in, <laughs> invite in wealth? Well, I laugh, I laugh saying, I, I laugh hearing you say this because the only reason why I've gotten good at the other way is because I was because I was so good at mm. the masculine and I was so trained in it and it just stopped working for me. Mm. It was, it got to the place where I was like, I actually can't do this any longer. Like mm -hmm. my body literally gave out on me at the age of 22 with massive adrenal fatigue, massive weight gain, hormonal issues, mm -hmm. um, 
at 22. Mm. Like the amount (laughs) of stress Mm. that I put on my system up until that point, competitiveness, crazy amounts of discipline, making things happen. And here's the, the, the challenging thing is that for so many of us, I actually have Capricorn in, in my, I think it's my moon. Um, and overachievers and perfectionists and like Mm -hmm. doers in the world, which I am for sure. One of those a type, you name it. Like that's like me, right. I'm what I'm in. Like I'm a three on the Enneagram. That's just who I, that's like who my make I'm a Sagittarius Capricorn. Like I'm intense. I'm an intense person. (laughs) And, and so I have, and, and, and so a lot of like it, it works in the sense that it can produce physical manifestations. Mm. You can do life that way and make shit happen and make money and grind and hustle. And for most women, it is not our natural, you know, way of, of going, it is, we are in fight or flight. Our nervous system is in flight or fight most of the time. And so is this, there's just this deep yearning. And I do think it comes out a lot when we're in partnership because, or when mm. we're wanting partnership, because I definitely couldn't attract a masculine, um, you know, king of a man when I was also in my very strong mm-hmm. masculine. I had to learn how to soften and open and calm and receive and, um, you know, I, I think it's one of the reasons why so many people have troubles getting pregnant. I could go on and on about this, mm. but to answer your question, I have had to unpeel, unlock, mm. learn how to soften and move into my feminine. And I think it's the reason why I like stand with, you know, on a stage with a microphone, sometimes feeling like I'm screaming it into women's ears. Like the way you're doing it is not working. And at some point we learn at some point we have yeah. dis-ease in our system. Some point we have breakdowns, we're exhausted, we're burnt out. We're like, we don't want to do life like this any longer. Mm -hmm. And it's, some people would get it because of addiction, you know, whatever, for what trauma, whatever the thing is. And it's really just a wake up. Mm. It's really just a wake up call to go, okay, how can I do life differently? And so in my, you know, now almost, 18 year journey of being on this very deep personal spiritual path quest seeker whatever it is you want to call it I have continued to just like hit these blocks where it's like hit these moments where it's like oh I'm trying to do it that old way again Mm. like that old pattern is coming out just like you're experiencing but thankfully, call it God, spirit, source, universe. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's like, it doesn't allow me. It's like, it. I get stopped. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work. How many funnels and how many systems and how many things have I tried to figure out in my business only to go, if I don't follow my intuition, like, it doesn't matter what I put in because yeah. I'm not going to be passionate about it. It's not going to feel in the flow and I'm, I'm not going to even want to do it. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's like, I just can't 
do it any other way anymore. Mm. And, and I know enough to know now that if I continue trying, I'm just going to get like knocked on the, on, on, on the head. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, first it's like the door knock. Then it's like the pan over the head. <laughs> then it's like I'm laid out sick for a, a month. It's like, Oh, right. Okay. I'm getting the message. I'm listening. Um, and I've really gotten good at taking care of myself and mm. listening and honoring and trusting even when it doesn't always make the most sense. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing I think is like the intuitive way, the feminine way, mm. the spiritual way of making money, building businesses, finding our partners. It's not always the like logical and rational way totally. that your mind would want to have you think it's going to go. Totally. In fact, I think a lot of times it feels quite counter to the logic it's like, why? I'm like, sometimes I get so annoyed. I'm like, why can't this just make rational sense? It would make my life so much easier, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then would it really challenge us to operate from that deep tethered place of self-trust? Of course. Of course not. Mm-hmm. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. like, yeah, man, spirit's got its way of teaching us. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I always like, that's, that's why we're here. Spiritual beings having this human experience. Mm-hmm really just here to raise the consciousness on this planet and mm-hmm. um spread more love it's like it and my friend said to me heather chauvin the other day on my podcast she just said heidi we're here just to feel good huh. we're here to feel good like yeah. why do we make it so hard i'm like there really is nothing more that needs to be said than that yeah it's so so simple and so good we're here to feel good i love that talk to me about this idea of receiving you said it earlier but some of the work you do is really helping women realize that a big block is our inability to receive. So what does that look like for people? Yeah, we don't we know how. We're not taught. We're not shown. We don't have our mothers. We're not shown how to receive. Um, I mean, you look at our actual anatomy, men mm. and women, like we are meant to open. Yeah, We are meant to receive pleasure. Yeah. We are meant to... <sighs> like trust, you know, like the feminine, the reason why the masculine is important. It's not about disowning our masculine. It's important because it creates the foundation. It Mm -hmm. creates the container for then the feminine energy to be able to flow and be creative and trust and open and be a vortex and a channel for source energy to move through. Um, But in order to really receive we have to be anchored in our heart, mm. right? We have to be willing to, to to open, to open and to allow. And, you know, there's so many reasons why women don't receive worthiness, mm-hmm. trauma, emotionally, physically, uh, mentally, um, you know, there's just, there's, we're, we're just taught to keep ourselves safe. Mm. And, and that comes from the ego mind. Mm -hmm. And we only, you know, we only know what we, we only like can know what we, we, we know. Mm. And the willingness to drop into our heart, drop into the unknown, drop into this gray feminine, like we're using all these terms, but they all mean the same thing. It's all this like 
unknown, call it fifth dimension, call it heart space, call it, I don't care what you want to call it. It's just this something outside of yourself that knows so much more than you do that you can access directly when you open your heart Mm. and the miracles and the manifestations and the blessings that are available when we access that point, the connections, the intimacy with ourselves and others, it's it's otherworldly and it's why it's all what we what we all want. And yet there's a fear of dropping into this like super vulnerable, authentic, open hearted, like, cause I don't know what's going to happen next. And I can't plan out my next 10 years. Mm -hmm. And am I being irresponsible? And you know, it's just this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And when we really can just drop in, you know, my podcast, my podcast is called drop in the vortex. It's like when we can just drop into our heart and open it and be willing to receive the miracle. And sometimes that's just like, I'm looking at blue sky. Mm. Like I'm looking at this miracle, like talk about a miracle, like look at your beautiful pregnant belly. Mm. Like look at the miracles that are all around us. Mm. And it's like, practice that muscle, exercise that muscle enough times, you're going to get better and better and better at receiving. Yeah. That's so beautiful, Heidi. And as you were talking, I like, I feel like I just had a revelation for myself of, I feel like I've done so much work and I I do so much work with women around embodiment, like this idea of really coming home to our bodies. Cause so many, many of us have lived disconnected, disassociated, leaving our bodies. Right. And so there almost is this prerequisite of coming home and dropping in and and being physically in the body. But then what I feel like you just identified is this second part of we're not only just dropping in and being in the body, we're also like a flower. It's it's like such a cheesy image, but like a flower opening up so that not only are we dropping in, but that the greater divine is dropping in as well. Yes. Like the divine inspiration, the divine intelligence can drop in as well. Yeah, our bodies are just like where we can just become a channel. We can open up. Mm. And I and I often say, you know, we the embodiment when when I hear embodiment, I always picture going from your head to your heart, mm-hmm. right? Just like get under mm-hmm. uh that like neck up thing, which most most of this entire world is living their entire lives from the neck up. Yeah. So embodiment is about really being willing to drop in deeper. Um, and you want to be so in touch with what's going on with your body. You want to mm-hmm. open up to your emotions, but you also want to let that pass through, yes. right? We don't yes. want to become a slave to the emotions, to the yes. anger. I'm always like, feel them, know them, and let them move through mm-hmm. so that you can create space so that you can, like you're saying, so you can become a channel so you can open up um, for the next experience, next level, whatever it is that you're wanting to create there. You have, you can't pour water into a full cup. You mm-hmm. have to unleash and let some of that water go out so that then, you know, so that more can come in. So you've got to move the energy. You've got to move the emotions. You've got to move the body physically, mentally, emotionally, so that then you can open up to whatever the the next thing is. That's so beautiful. And even if we think about embodiment practices, most of them are are movement of, right? Like movement of emotion, movement of stored energy, movement of trauma, movement of anything that gets stuck. Because you're right, the, 
water has to flow. <laughs> water has to flow to be clean and new and beautiful. And so there's that sense of, of flushing it through. Yeah. Yeah. It's vital. It's vital. I mean, that's why I'm a big proponent of, you know, moving my body. I teach breath work in my programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just doesn't even like, there's a, so all these different modalities they don't really like just do them. Do them. Whoever's listening to this, just like start doing them. It's yeah. like we all know so much, right? Yeah. yeah. We have so much information. We're mm-hmm. in the age of information. Now we need to go to the age of embodiment and yeah. integration mm-hmm. of all the things that we know. That's so good. Yeah, I um it, in in body circles we do something called nonlinear movement, where essentially you're literally just moving. You're just allowing your, your body is so damn wise that it knows how it wants to release. So if you just give it the space and the permission to move, it does. Yeah. It will move for yeah. you. And for, and like, and for like mamas listening, you know, with your kids, however old they are, it's such a beautiful gift to give them as a mm. young age to let energy move through their bodies in different ways. So whether that's you, I mean, they naturally move tantrums, uh, dance. Um, but one of the things that I've really taught both of my kids is to, is to let themselves like feel the anger and like teach them to like pound on a pillow or mm. to yell, you know, or like, or to yell into a pillow. I've got a seven-year-old son who has so much energy moving through his little body mm. and he has to find healthy ways to get it out of his body. And mm. so it's like, you're feeling really angry, Harrison, like, and I'll mirror that with him. And how many women are actually afraid to yell, right? Like yelling, like, ah, like people like, they don't know how, we don't know how to, we're not taught how to have sound come out of our, our mouths. We've literally been stifled um, and told to be quiet and be nice and like be a good girl for so many years. It's like, let it out. Yeah. I love it. Just go scream. Pause the podcast and scream. And so you're, you're so right. I feel like anger is one of those ones that is so taboo for women. And I think that like the suffocation of anger, it turns into self-loathing or depression. It comes out sideways. If we don't feel something, it comes out sideways. And I feel like a huge part of my healing journey was learning how to really feel anger. I was taught not to be angry from, from childhood, like told, don't be angry, don't be angry, don't be angry. And the destruction of that infiltrated into so much of my adult life. And then learning that, like relearning to actually feel it and then allow it to pass through was so healing for me. Yeah. I mean, as like a recovering perfectionist and, you know, a type, like I, I had eating disorders, you know, in my late teens, I was bulimic. I went to 12 step programs for body dysmorphia and bulimia And, um, you know, I was just trying to control, Mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know how to, I definitely didn't know how to heal. Um, and I was just trying to control the outcome and like do what I could. And so, you know, they say any addiction is a spiritual malady. And that was the place 12 step program was the first place that actually found some type of personal relationship Mm. with a power greater than myself. Um, and then over the years at, at embodiment retreats and in-person experiences and getting my master's in spiritual psychology, I really let myself go there. Mm. Like let myself feel, emote, body shake, lioness roars, <laughs> like the stuff that's like come out of my, I'm like, I'm actually, I actually feel like a lot of times I'm like, this isn't mine. Mm. Like this is like there is whoa like yeah this is 
either past life or just collective, Mm -hmm. um, you know, trauma, darkness, that it just comes out. And then it's like, okay, and now there's just this whole new layer of softness. But for anyone specifically that's looking to manifest a relationship um, that knows that they've got a lot of masculine stuff going on, like I had to really do this embodiment work that Mm. you're talking about, Kara, um, and lay down, lay down that like layer of toughness um, and just a willingness to like, be soft and let a man lead. Mm. Um, and I have the most incredible husband, you know, yeah. and he gets me and he lets me do my thing and he lets me lead when I want to, you know what I mean? It's just he like is a the really best. He really is the best. I love Kenny so much. <gasps> Hey friends, real quick interruption to tell you about my group program called Embody Circles. It is a space to learn to trust yourself. In Embody Circles, I gather a group of eight to 10 women. We keep it small, we keep it intimate, and we go deep into what it looks like to step into self-trust. So in Embody Circles, you learn how to choose yourself, how to trust yourself, how to reconnect your body and your intuition, and to truly learn how your intuition speaks. We look at what it looks like to align your life and to understand your energy. We break off narratives or stories that are keeping you stuck. And we help you get really, really clear on what you want. Embody Circles is here to help you manifest the life that you truly desire. And in order to do that, we've got to be connected to our deep intuition and be trusting ourselves. This program is totally for you if you feel stuck or indecisive, or if you're looking to up-level your job or even step into a relationship. One member, she said, Embody Circles was such a powerful space where I really learned to trust myself. I learned to tap into my intuition, to reframe narratives that were keeping me stuck, and to get clarity on what I really wanted. Embody Circles helped me feel more connected and present in my life. I was able to have hard conversations at work that led to a promotion, and I just feel like more of myself. If you want to learn more, you can go to bycaraelise.com slash circles to learn more about this next season of Embody Circles that is starting up in September. I would love to have you. It's so true. I have this memory actually of sitting in your living room and um, I think it was probably the second mastermind and we came in and you had like, um, like the, the perfectly curated little fruit and snack board and you had like coffees ready for us and you had water and like this very beautiful pitcher and you already mentioned your home, but your home in, in, in LA was so aesthetically beautiful and inviting and I remember watching you and having this uh, having this memory of the way that you moved throughout the world felt so at ease and so mm-hmm. graceful. And I didn't I didn't use the word at the time, but now I, it's what I think of when I think of you. It was so aligned, right? Like it just felt like this life that was aligned. And it wasn't that you weren't busy or that you didn't have a thousand things going on because you had two tiny little ones running around and Kenny was working and there was so much going on. But the the ease and the way that you moved felt um, so graceful and in alignment. And I feel like now I said this earlier, but you really do empower women into their own uh, journey of alignment. 
And so I'm, I'm curious, could you break down this idea of alignment for us and what it looks like and feels like to be in alignment? Because I think a lot of women come in and they hear the word and they're like, oh, I can intuit that I might be out of alignment, but what do I do about it? Yeah, it feels like a layered lifelong journey type of answer, you know, like yeah. it really is like, um, but the, the simplest the, the simplest way that I can respond to that is it's like, it's really listening and honoring and trusting yourself, whatever that next step is for you. And for everyone, it's going to look really, really different. Mm. Um, I know for myself, the more that I've let myself dream about what I really do desire, not what my dad thinks I should have or what my husband like wants or like really what I desire for my family and the willingness and the courage that I've had to go after that. Mm. Um, not in a super hardcore, like must have it tomorrow, but a real trust of all right spirit. Like I know you didn't put this desire on my heart for no reason like it's here for a reason so if it's here for us to have this home mm. um which you were in and at the time when i had that desire we couldn't there, we didn't think we could afford a house like that we really didn't like it was like you're crazy like we had just moved into our first house together when i had this intuitive hit that we should build a house Kenny thought I was nuts. My dad was like, Heidi, come on. Can't you just like be happy with what you have? And I was like, I am happy with what I have. And I feel like we're meant to build this really beautiful space where community comes together and blah, blah, blah. So dreaming and desiring really is the first, the first step mm -hmm. in coming more into alignment. Because mm -hmm. um, it gives us a vision and it gives us a why for, for where we're going. And again, it's never about the, the, the end result, but it gives us the, our purpose and like the, the direction. And then on that path to taking a lot of courageous action and steps and overcoming yourself and overcoming doubts and being willing to put yourself out there and get rejected mm -hmm. and get turned down and reach out to people and make connections. Right. And you can apply this to any area of your life that you want. Um, we learn all these really beautiful lessons mm. and I believe that on that journey, we're like reclaiming parts of ourselves that we've abandoned in the past mm. and we abandoned them for good reason, for safety, to receive love from our parents, mm -hmm. to stay alive, to survive college, to survive that horrible relationship. Like we abandon ourselves for reasons at that time. Yeah. But now it's time as adults to go, I'm going to learn how to mother myself and reclaim and align to the truest version of myself possible. Mm. And for me, the only way that I really keep getting those opportunities to realign and to realign and to realign is to keep allowing myself and giving myself permission to dream about what the next experience is, what the next desire is. Um, a mentor of mine said one time, 
uh, a woman, it's like, she said, uh, like a, a woman is in like huge trouble when she either has just enough money in her bank account or she's, or things are just good enough. Hmm. Hmm. And I felt that way. Like it, you kind of come to a point where like, okay, like I have everything I need, you know? And if you don't, that's great. Go like dream about making money, dream about having a new level of wealth. But at some point, at least in my experience, it's like, okay, I have everything I need. Like why keep going? Why keep doing this? Right? Like, of course I want to support and serve other people a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but there's like, there's kind of got to be like something more too. Mm. And so as I like had impact goals and, and goals about reaching a certain amount of people and, and goals about, you know, raising my kids in like a really beautiful homes and communities, it's allowed me to have these, it's not even bigger and bigger. It's just like different, more fulfilled, um, slower paced lifestyle to constantly be creating. Like we're all creators. So I'm constantly creating and tinkering and, and stretching out of my comfort zone. And in that, in that process, I can see the places where I'm out of alignment or I've abandoned myself or I'm Mm. not being true or I'm, you know, trying to be someone to fit in or whatever the thing is. It's like, Oh, that doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Oh, that doesn't feel right. Oh, okay. Like I'm doing this for the wrong reasons. All right. How, (sighs) like, how do I just show up as like the most authentic version of myself today um, and go after my dreams and honor myself and others in the process? That's all I can do. That's all we all could do. Yeah. Right. Like that's it. So true. It sounds so simple. <laughs> it's, I'm like listening to you and I'm, I'm getting like so calm listening to you where I'm like, oh, I could just like, I could just like give myself a hug. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's so, it's actually so true. It's like that deeper level of truth where you can drop into it and you're like, this is real. Yeah. Like there's not like, it is real. It is real. And it, it's like, it doesn't, the words don't even matter. You can just feel and hear like the, you know, the transmission of, of truth. Um, and then you feel that you experience that you go, okay, I want, I want more of that. How do I get it? I don't really know. I'm going to like, just take the next step that's in front of me. So you get yourself into different communities and circles and, yeah. uh, you know, and you pick up the book and you listen to the podcast and you start, um, learning different tools and techniques and you start putting more high vibrational content into your brain than low vibrational content. Mm. And you start all of a sudden you start seeing things with, wow, my life all of a sudden just like starts feeling just like a little bit better. I have a little bit more hope. Like I, I'm a little bit more joyful as I go throughout my day. And, and, and how does it work? Like the universe responds, this whole, like, Mm -hmm. you know, manifesting thing. It sounds so sexy. It's really, it's, it's a law. It's a law of the universe that as we put out certain energy frequencies, it, it, the universe cannot help, but reverberate that back to us. Mm. So it's like, you just start feeling better and you start raising your frequency and raising your vibration and raging your energy. And wow, look out of nowhere, all of a sudden I kind of just got this opportunity or is, you know, and it's not something that happens overnight for most people. 
but I'm telling you in my courses and my programs, the amount of manifestations and things that are, ha- I'm like, <laughs> like, wait, totally. this is really so true. Like, of course it is. This is what I preach and live. But like, you just start seeing hundreds of women experiencing mm. these things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this yeah. all really works. It works. I love that you, uh, that you stated the, the truth that it is a law. It is a, an energetic law. And I think yeah. sometimes people hear the word manifestation and, and, you know, come at it like that's so woo woo, but literally it's energy. Yeah. I mean, when you break down, I'm not going to go on all this, but like when you break down, you know, you, you look at a cell under a microscope and then you break that down, you break that down, you break that down, you break that down further and further and further. Um, you see that everything is made up of, of energy, Mm. of energy. Mm. And so we think that this is like a table and a cell phone. And, but like, if you were to like break it down, there is space between every molecule between, you know, whatever. And, and so every single part of that energy has a frequency. Mm. It has a vibration. And so depending on the speed at which that vibration is pulsating and moving, it's like, we then attract that into our lives. It's the reason why you and I are attracted to each other, right? Mm. We're like, you are attracted to people that vibrate at similar frequencies. It's not a better or worse thing. It just isn't, is it's just, it just is. Mm-hmm. And then honoring that, honoring that I'm, I'm aware of my energy. I'm aware of my own frequency. I understand that when I walk into a room full of a hundred people, I need to protect myself that not everyone is going to, you know, that there's going to be people that are drawn to my energy. Mm. There's going to be people that are, that want something from that energy. There's going to also be, you know, so it's just like, you just have to be super mindful and aware that everything has an energetic frequency and the more you're aware of that and the more you're honoring your energetic frequency and working consciously on raising your frequency, um, the more magnetic you're going to become, the more you're going to manifest, the more you're going to be, uh, the more opportunities are going to come to you. And the more the universe is going to place things, people, resources, opportunities into your lap in order to have whatever you dream and desire continue to happen. Mm, so good. So, so good. Heidi, you are so full of wisdom. (laughs) I'm like, I could talk to you for hours. Thank you. Sometimes I feel like I need to distill all of this because it's just like, I'm just, it's like all in here and it just like bounces around in my head. And I'm like, does this even make sense? I I hope and trust that it does. It makes total sense. Honestly, I think that, um, I think that I I always tell people I have spaghetti brain, like my brain will go like in 17 different directions, but it's all, it's all connected. And I think that actually, part of that communion or communion communi- communication style is is really helpful because that is how our brains wi- are wired we jump right like we jump from thing to thing i think yeah. you made perfect sense thank you thank, thank you, you for sharing your wisdom with me and with us yes. a final question for you yes. what does it look like in this season for you to trust yourself right now i think that we are having and experiencing an epic war between light and dark. And I really feel strongly that the world is more polarized, more divided, um, 
more divisive Mm. uh, than ever. I'm not saying this to scare anybody. I actually believe that as light beings and light bearers, we have been, we chose to be here on this planet at this time. Mm -hmm. And it is absolutely vital that we listen and honor and get in touch with our own intuition and inner voice and live our life from that place. The more we look outside, the more we pull other people, the more that we ask everyone's opinions, the more that we look to mass media and outside of ourselves, government, whatever, power, quote unquote powers that be for answers and safety. And this, the more lost you are going to feel. Mm. Um, I know without a shadow of my doubt, a shadow of a doubt that the light will will win out because it does. And the exciting thing is that the only reason why this epic battle is currently happening is because so many more people are waking up Mm. and the consciousness on this planet is rising. And um, because of that, because so many people are waking up, the darkness has to really like you know, play out. It's the reason why things like, you know, we're seeing racism and, um, you know, and I mean, just all, just all of these things that are, that are happening and coming to the light. Um, because light wants to shine through, but it has to overcome all of this darkness that lives Mm -hmm. inside. Mm -hmm. So that's heavy and it's okay. Um, because we're not meant to just like, like we are, you know, spiritual, deep evolutionary beings here. And look, there's going to be times where you just want to turn off and have a glass of wine and go put your feet in the sand and live a really good life. And I'm right there with you. Like I like a good glass of rosé more than anyone. Um, but I'm also here to do the work. I'm here to get real and I'm here to be real with myself and with all of you and to have these deep conversations and to really, push people to honor themselves and honor their own choices. And, and the cool thing is that we all get to do it really, really, really differently. Mm. So learn, learn to listen, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are here listening to Kara, like join her groups, like come listen to my podcast, like mm. be in these circles where these deeper conversations are happening so that you can have tools and skills to trust, to open, to drop more into your feminine, all these things that we're talking about, um, and that you can stay awake and live your best life. Because although falling asleep sounds like, oh, it would be so much nicer to just not know and to just be like on Xanax or whatever it is, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it's like that, sure. Like in some ways that would be easier. And my, I feel like I'm like killing my soul if I, mm. you know, if I fall asleep. So it's just mm. not really an option. Once yeah. you know, once you're tapped in, you can't go back. Absolutely. You're awake. You can't, you can't unsee. Mm, so good. So Heidi, tell us, uh, you mentioned your podcast, but tell us where we can find you, where we can listen to more of you, where we can join more of you. Yeah, I'm on all different platforms, whatever platform you'd like. Um, It's also on my website at HeidiStevens.co. It's called Drop Into the Vortex with Heidi Stevens. Amazing. And I will link all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much. Free meditation. Yeah, we've also got a free meditation that we'll send you a link to um, that's embodying your future self. So I think your listeners will really like that. Amazing. Definitely listen to that. Heidi, thank you so much for being here and for your wisdom. Thank you for having me. Yeah.